All right, welcome in to another edition of the Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Christopher Tubbs is producing this evening. Thankful for all of you listening to the show. And if you're driving around, you're commuting, in traffic, please be safe. We knew the say, uh, the uh, the snow and everything was coming, uh, but now that it's here and the roads are slick, and we know that there's been, uh, I've seen plenty of videos of the roads and, you know, the plows having some issues getting out to certain areas. Please be safe out there. We'll maybe get to the weather um, a little bit later in the show, and clearly throughout the evening we'll have reports from meteorologist Paul Douglas. I want to start with the biggest story in sports, clearly, with Tamar Hamlin and his situation that occurred last night on Monday Night Football, of which, in the midst of watching the Wolves, I'm watching Monday Night Football too. Because that's, you know, we we multitask at Wolves games. Me and Jace Frederick from St. Paul Pioneer Press. We sit next to each other every single night, you know, watching the games. And specifically on Monday nights, it's Monday Night Football is on one of our monitors, one of our screens. And so last night in that uh, the group, it was me, Jason, Patrick Royce. And so we immediately, we what I immediately knew something was massively wrong just from the reactions and how many commercial breaks that ESPN was taking. And I'm like, this is not good. I don't, this is not like anything like we've seen before. Okay, and that was just me, like, kind of speculating in the moment, not knowing anything. Right? I'm at Target Center watching the Wolves. I'm watching Ant. I'm watching Jaden. I'm just a fan uh, of the NFL, watching that and watching the Wolves play. But as things played out, and at halftime, we're all in the media room and we're seeing the story and what's happening and the game being temporarily suspended and all that stuff, um, and the way that the evening played out with the the game being postponed. Um, cancel for the evening. It was all about we want Demar Hamlin to recover. We are hearing that this is a life and death situation. We want this young man to pull through. We are saying prayers for Demar Hamlin. That was that was it, right? And I, I that's how I started Timberwolves tonight. That opening segment wasn't about what happened at Target Center. It wasn't about the Wolves defeating the Denver Nuggets. It was about this situation that I think that was on all of our minds. And so as I woke up this morning, that continued to be the case. Thinking about and praying for Hamlin and his family and his teammates in, in this entire situation for the outcome for this young man to, first off, live through this, but be as healthy as he possibly could be for as long as he can live. But I had a conversation earlier this morning with an NFL sports agent that I respect greatly. And they said to me that they question 
whether the NFL will be around 25 years from now. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, bro, hold on. You're questioning whether you think that the NFL and the way, you know, this this sport that everybody loves in America, you know, football, is going to be around 25 years from now? And he was like, yeah, I do kind of question it. And I was like, and I'm not there yet. Like, he, he's talking to me about this, and 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 I'm taking this all in. And this is somebody that's, you know, this is how, this is part of what they do. I mean, they're a sports agent, right? And it's not for me to criticize the NFL in terms of trying to figure out whether they're going to be around 50 years from now or 25 years or 10 years from now, okay? Because that's not what this is about. But that speaks to how serious this is, okay? When a, when a, when a, when a sports agent that's been around NFL athletes as long as they have been, makes a comment like that, that tells you how serious this is. But the seriousness of this and how it impacts the NFL is where I want to start with the show. And I'll take your phone calls here in a few minutes at 651-461-9226. I honestly think that the way that you think, I think, and we look at the NFL – should forever be changed. And I say that because what is the model with the National Football League? The model has always been next man up. Next man up. That doesn't exist anymore after last night. Last night, it wasn't next man up. It wasn't no next man up last night. The entire country and fans are are traumatized, are are, are like, oh, my gosh, what, what are we watching? What's happening here? So that model for the NFL is out the door. It ain't no just next man up. Because when somebody's life is on the line, it ain't about no game. And think of it like this, people. Think about this from the perspective of the National Football League. And we talk about injuries all the time because it's part of the game, right? ACLs and, and broken legs and arms and just concussions. What shuts down NFL football games? Inclement weather. A global pandemic. COVID-19, we got pandemics and weather. Those shut down games. You saw what shut down the game last night? That's different, people. That's different. I think that we're entering a different phase of looking at football as a sport. And there's something that I, I have to get into on the other side of this commercial break, and we'll take your phone calls, is something that I heard earlier today from former NFL player and coach Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards, who's now back with ESPN, he said this with regards to describing 
the NFL. This is how we describe the NFL. Quote, competitive violence at the highest level. Did you guys hear me? He described the NFL as, quote, competitive violence at the highest level. How do you view NFL football now today after what you witnessed and we know about what happened last night? Does it alter how you view the sport and the game moving forward? Your phone calls at 651-461-9226. I'll take them next year. On the Lake Show. When Herm Edwards says and describes the National Football League as competitive violence at the highest level, I think I look at the league a little bit differently now. But how do you view football? 651 461 9226. And I shouldn't even necessarily just say the league. I just think that. From the perspective of looking at the sport of football, it is, man, you're talking about it's beyond dangerous. And look, do I think that the NFL is going away or that football as a sport is going away? I don't believe that. I don't. I don't. But what's interesting, though, is that if somebody was to come out, if they were to convene and and do a study about just – the impacts of football and all this stuff and and how detrimental it is to the body and all the and very influential people came out and said two years from now, look, we hate to say it, but the NFL, college football, all this stuff, it's over. We're not doing football anymore. Do you guys understand how people would react to that? The, the uh, there'd be so many people that would be in the streets marching and protesting because football as a sport was no longer going to be played. Now, I'm not one of those people. If football was to no longer be around, I would not be one of those people that would be, I mean, would would, would I be like, oh, man, well, no more fantasy football, no more watching college football. And sa- yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, man. Because that's how you've always lived your life, right? But yeah, I got baseball. I got basketball. I got so many other sports. Football is different. But our reaction to football, though, is different, too. If I was to never, ever watch a football game ever again, I got plenty of other sports that I love and I'll, and I'll dive into. But I, I don't think that the average person would go about it like that. I think that the average person would be ready to march in the streets and be upset and be like, how dare you take away my football from me? Seriously. I mean, think about this. You know how we react when we talk about gun violence and assault rifles? I think the reaction would be the same way for some people. They be up in arms. You're not going to take my NFL from me. I, I honestly think that people, that there are people in this country that are wired like that. And why does the NFL have a, a grip on us like that? Why? Violence. That's why. Herm Edwards brought, that's why he brought up 
it being so violent as a sport. That's why so many Americans love football the way that they love it. Look, everybody knows basketball, hands down, that's my thing, my favorite sport. Okay? Um, and there's so many other sports out there that have contact. Okay? But we all know that football is different. American football is just different. And I think it has us as Americans wired differently. I just don't see football going anywhere. I, I can't just because of the amount of money that is associated with professional and college football. There's no revenue stream in the world in the sports industry like professional football in the United States. I mean, you're talking $8 billion for the NFL. That's a lot of money. That's just not going to poof, you know, up and go away. The NFL has tried over the last several years, I feel, to make things safer. I mean, and and you know, we've seen things that are much more. I mean, the 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 Derwin uh, James hit a couple of weeks ago on Ashton Doolin in the Chargers Colts game. I mean, that was loud. It was vicious. It was. It looked a lot more violent than what we saw last night. It, but you know what? But it's, there's a difference between mm-hmm. saying like we know and acknowledge that they're making the sport safer. Yeah, it's not safe. The sport itself inherently is not safe. It's, it, no, no, it's not. I don't, no. I, I don't think. I don't even think that's disputable. It's not a safe sport. Okay, well, yeah, you're tackling people, right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say that there's not without risk. Yeah, yeah. But we look at some of the other sports as well. And let's go to the NHL. We got a, a text here, and a, I think a, a pretty good one here in the city's one plumbing talking text line. How many millions of hits have there been? And the results in a near tragedy. Uh, as far as the heart stopping, the game will go on. And remember this, and I think this is a, a great comparison. In 1998, Chris uh, Pronger took a slap shot to the chest, mm-hmm. and his heart stopped. Mm-hmm. 24 years later, the NHL's still around. Yeah, but, uh, but, but hold on, hold on. There, there's a couple of flaws with that particular logic. First off, let's be clear here. I am not anti-NFL. I am not anti-football. I am not saying that football should be banned. Okay, That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, but inherently the sport is dangerous because of the violence that it has. Now, now to the texture's point about Pronger, there's a difference between what happened with Pronger and what happened with Hamlin last night. Pronger getting hit by a puck in that way and that happening, that's accidental. A player can play baseball and get beamed and die. That's accidental. Tackling's not accidental. They have to tackle. The, the The tackling is intentional. Yes, but, but I, I mean, when when you're looking at how this happened, and we know that accidents happen. Yeah, yes. a- absolutely. I mean, to look at how this play transpired, it was just so completely flukish that the defender and the receiver. I mean, it it was it, it was just this this awful set of circumstances that T Higgins body. I get that. You know, but, but, but I get that. And, and we don't see it a lot, but I, I would, I guess I would challenge you a little bit when you say flukish, I guess in the essence of watching football for as many years as you and I have been on planet earth. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it's flukish, but how flukish is it when the sport itself is about tackling? 
You get what I'm saying? Like, like it, maybe it, if it's a one in a million chance, it's a one in a million chance, but it's still a chance. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and I get it. Like, in essence, me and you both look at it and we say, okay, yeah, that seems flukish that that happened last night because we never seen anything like that. But I guess my point is that anything can happen when you're talking about a, a strong, young athlete tackling physically another young, strong athlete. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like – I don't feel like we can look at football and, and yeah, it is it is a violent and physical sport. And I think ninety percent of that like, we look at it and it's our entertainment, right? I mean, we look at it, we're like, oh man, that was that was vicious. You know, we look at it from the entertainment perspective because we're not participating. And yes, it absolutely at its core is, is a violent sport. A- like, like seriously, like, like you will you will watch other sports, Chris, if there's no football to watch. Yeah. Like, so I guess, I guess, in the context of the conversation about the sport, we can a look at the sport and say that we love the sport. B look at the sport and say it's not good for the human body. C look at the sport and say we have to maybe view it differently. And then at the end of it, acknowledge that we don't think that anything necessarily is going to change. I, we can we can do all of those things within the context of this conversation. We can, but I guess if we're going to look if, if we're going to look at this hit, right? And that's that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to look at is is that you look at just how it all lined up. Any sort of physical contact could have. This could have happened in other sports, though. It could have happened yeah. in basketball. Could have happened in baseball. It, you know, b- well because. What if, do you mean if, it couldn't have happened in baseball, in, in, in football? Like, well, if if you've got a collision between two bodies. Yes, yes, but but that that's basketball is not a collision sport. But do collisions happen? Yes. I could walk outside on the pavement and collide into you. Absolutely. Of course, that could happen. Absolutely, you but could. I'm saying, but that's the, the premise of the of these sports are not built on collisions, though. So that that dynamic that you're trying to that you're throwing at me is not, in essence, really a conversation starter. Do we know that collisions happen in baseball when guys are in the outfield and they're jumping in their truck? Yes. What about but, MMA? But it's not. It's not. It's not built. That's a combat sport. We know the the ramifications of that. But, of fighting. Okay. okay. That that's to, that's definition violence, boxing violence. To to try to put in the category that that well this can happen in baseball or that this can happen in basketball. I'm not going there because to me that's being disingenuous about the sport in itself. Football is a contact sport. It's a violent sport. Where I'm they not crack, being disingenuous no, about the sport. I'm, I'm just saying, but to say that that this could happen in basketball, that's you're talking about fluky. How that, that's that's the definition of fluky. Like guys don't th- what we see every single down in football we don't see mm-hmm. in basketball. Come on, or hockey, or baseball. Ho- you talk about ho- hockey is a sport that's built on just as much physicality as football. It's built on physicality and violence. It's not on mm-hmm. every single thing, though. Like it's not on every single thing. Football as a sport, the foundation is contact on every single. Play. Mm-hmm. Everyone. It's different. Okay. It's different. It's just different. It is. Okay. I'm not saying it's different, but I think here to say that this is just a football problem, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily just a football problem. 
I mean, things inherently, when you have contact like that, and just, again, the, the angle of the body and, and, like, everything that transpired. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask yes. you this. And we can take phone calls on this, too, at 651-461-9226. And we got text messages, too, coming through on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. If it's not a football problem, what is it? It's not a basketball problem. It's not a baseball problem. What it, What is it? It's not a Henry Lake walking down the streets of downtown Minneapolis problem. If it's not a football problem, what is it? It's a football problem. It's okay to say that it is. It is. It's okay to say that it's a football problem. Because of football being as violent as it is. Right. For, again, football is a violent sport. There, there's no question. Yep. But I think if, if, if we're going to sit here... And I just I have a hard time looking at this and and being like this is out of all of the the CT out of everything else that that we've had. CT is a, another issue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of all of the issues that we've had with football over the years, I just don't think that this is going to be the one, the the one instance. And I that agree. Is going I, to yeah. To, to, and I can agree with you on that. Here. And I can agree with you on that. Hey, we can get to some of your texts here on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. If anybody wants to weigh in, I'll get you on the air. 651-461-9226. Those calls, those texts, next on The Lake Show. All right, we're going to continue the uh, conversation about the NFL and what took place with DeMar Hamlin last night. 651-461-9226 if you'd like to call in to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Also, uh, some text messages that uh, Christopher Tubbs wants to get to. I do want to say this real quickly because I did get a text from somebody in the sports world that said, because um, they listened to the show, they said, it's interesting. NFL has been quiet. I wonder if the Bills don't want to play on Sunday. This is uncharted territory. And then they also followed up with, I'll tell you your conversation with your producer proves my point. It's hard to talk about the enjoyment of violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, if 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 you're talking about you know what the, I don't know how I can look at games the same way, but over the course of time, right? Like two weeks down the road, three weeks down the road, like you're talking about de- de- being desensitized. To yeah. It? It's it's going of course to, in the moment. Yeah, everybody's in, in, in like gravitating. Yeah, every, everybody's feeling a certain way, yeah, and then people, you know, give me my football. Fight. Yeah, absolutely. And score my touchdown. Yeah, and you know, eventually, there's going to get a point where people are going to be like, "Okay, move on." Yeah, and that is the sure. wrong. That is the wrong thing. That is absolutely the wrong thing. But it's going to get, especially now that we're getting close to the playoffs. Right, everybody's like, yeah, everybody's, you know, what's going to happen with you know. You know the Vikings. What's going to happen there? You know what? It's there are so many of these other things that people are going to start focusing on. I don't want us to lose sight of what happened last night because we're all we were all scared, and I think we're all still scared because we don't know what's going to happen. Like I felt physically sick watching that last night. Like I, I it was just it was one of the worst moments that I've ever had. Watching sports, and I will tell you, before we get to the text line, mm-hmm. I, I was watching a wrestling event back in 1999. It, it was the, the the gentleman by the name of Owen Hart the in uh, Kemper Arena in Kansas City, May 23rd, 1999. Mm. And when he fell from the catwalk, 
and and died essentially died that night and i had deja vu because just how espn was handling it you're trying to to fill and you're trying to figure all of this out like it is to to go back to the text there this is uncharted territory because the show can't go on but down the road people are going to be like it must go on and that's 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 the hard situation right now. And, and this conversation is just putting into proper context football. It's not about mm-hmm. canceling football. Henry Lake is not saying abolish football as a sport in the NFL. I love football like everybody yeah. else. You're right. Like like that's just that it is what it is. It's 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 a very violent sport and, and, and things, but I think that we have to flukish, whatever, right? Like, yeah, we may think in that way that it's flukish. But I think that we have to understand that on any play that we watch, that what we saw last night could be one of those outcomes. Look, I've never I don't think that I've watched football all these years and thought that nobody um getting injured to the degree of what we saw last night with uh Hamlin was not possible. Like we've seen people paralyzed before. We've we've seen a lot of different things happen and transpire. So to to think that Last night was never going to be a possibility. I, I've never, I never thought like that. Never thought like that. What, what does the text line say, real quick, and then we'll get to a, a quick phone call. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get to him here. Like uh, somebody said, you know, kind of the same thing as auto racing. They've made it safer, but it will never be safe. Agreed. And people do like seeing the crashes. Yep. Um, you know, somebody else. And I've been in NASCAR yeah, a bunch I, of times. <laughs> hockey has more violent hits than football, and it is intentional. Uh, this Pronger intentionally jumped in front of the shot to block it. Wasn't a fluke play. I don't remember like seeing the. Pl- I'd have to go back and and watch it to you know mm-hmm. to kind of see how that was. Uh, somebody said, "I think you're mischaracterizing what happened on that hit. It wasn't that the hit was overly violent. Rather, it occurred at the precise moment in the cardiac EEG cycle. Mm-hmm. It could happen in basketball, mm-hmm. hockey, and a play to play in baseball. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying I, when I looked at the hit." It wasn't. It wasn't the most violent of hits, and no, it looked. It, it, it looked like yeah, it was just. It and looked I'm like not, it was one of the most. And I'm not ones. mischaracterizing the hit. I'm not saying it was a super violent hit. What I'm saying is, is that there are hits that take place in football, and 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 it's more likely that something like that's going to happen as opposed to in baseball. Like that, typically, <laughs> when a guy's up at the plate and he hits the ball and he's running to first base. It's not very likely that he's going to have a collision with the first baseman. It, it's, it's just yeah. it's just playing the odds. Exactly is, is what it is. Got a couple more here before we get to the okay, yep. uh, phone call here. Uh, this has ha- never happened before in football. It was very unfortunate. Uh, I agree. Football is violent, but by far and away because of the brain trauma, not due to this freak. Comioto uh, Cordis, I believe, is how it's pronounced, and I've I've seen that term thrown around, and it's and, been thrown around. It and, hasn't been confirmed. Yeah, yep. and I understand. Yep. I t- my understanding, it's like some sort of cardiac arrest. But I'm, I, I mean, that's just, yeah, we don't know. But I, I've seen that as well thrown around. And uh, one more here, Henry, before we get to the call. Uh, the NFL as a whole is a bit hypocrit- uh, hypocritical when it comes to reacting to injuries like the one last night. For years, they've had uh, uh, NFL veterans dying from CTE in the NFL. I don't think anything's going to come of this. Yep, yep. No, that's that's legitimate. And by the way, uh, uh, and I, I had seen this years ago, um, and it's, it's come up again now today because of what happened, uh, but Charles Hughes – a wide receiver in the National Football League from 1967 to 71, to date, the only only NFL player to die 
on the field during the that, game. That was like a, a Bears Lions game, right? I'm, I I thought I'd he seen He was a Lions player. Yeah, okay, that cuz that I've started to see that come up as yep. well. So. All right, let's go to uh I think it's Donnie in Minneapolis or Danny? Is it Danny? Hello? Yeah, hey guys. Yeah, hey, hey guys, it's Danny. Hey, good good. Hey, um you you open a talking Vikings? Um, yeah, in a little bit. I mean, we, we can, we can squeeze in a quick Viking steak. Uh, it's, 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 it's very different than talking about DeMar Hamlin, but, uh, r- real quick. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Well, I, no, I've got one on that too. I just, um, I just watching last night, you know, my, my reaction to it was, I just thought it was so interesting, you know, the, the social media aspect of it and people, you know, the delay and then the, the five minutes and some of that, and yep. it just, you know, like a lot of speculation with, with, with limited information. And look, like the whole thing about the NFL, you know, trying to push it and, and trying to make it work, it, 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 it seems that way. But it also is that it's not clear, like who was making the call, or what was the decision. Yep. And then this, this thing about the two coaches coming together and kind of saying there was this narrative that like the, the you know, the two coaches made the final call and kind of like gave a, like the middle finger to the NFL. It's not, I don't, that it could be. But I, yeah. it, it seems like there's some, there's not, it, like we don't have the full picture on that. Yep, yep. Um, it's, but it, it, the optics certainly don't look good. Yep, yep. Hey, hey, thanks for the phone call from Danny in Minneapolis. And look, I, I'm in agreement with them. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna necessarily criticize um, the the NFL and everybody with that, just because we don't know how it played out. Like, there's a lot of speculation with that, and I think that Danny's spot on with that. Like, I, I yeah, I think he's because I, I feel like we want to blame somebody, but I can't necessarily do that in this specific situation. Well, it's this is such a unique and it's uncharted territory. This, this is something that the NFL, I don't think they know how to handle it because it, it is. You want to be sensitive to what's going on with Demar Hamlin because if his health and safety is not a priority, then if it wasn't last night, it never will be. Right. Yep. So from that, like, you don't know what the severity is. So I think in terms of just, you know, saying it's temporarily suspended, I felt was the right move initially to say, hey, you know what? We're going to put it on pause. Yep. We're trying to figure this out. Yeah. And, and maybe the NFL could have come to that decision once they realized the severity be like, you know what? You know, New York, man, they've got to make that call. It shouldn't be. Up to Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor. It should not be up to the NFLPA. I I don't know how it played out, but I'm just glad that the game yep. was canceled. Yep. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break. Come back, wrap up the hour next year on the Lake Show. All right, thanks to everybody that's chimed in via the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Danny calling in, text messages. I do want to mention this from Twitter. Cameron Wolf, reporter from NFL Network. Just tweeted out, and he's actually got some photographs of the conversation. Just spoke with Dorian Glenn, DeMar Hamlin's uncle, who said his nephew is on a uh, ventilator, but he's improved to 50% oxygen needed after being at 100%. He's still sedated, but main focus is recovering to breathe on his own in healing lungs. All that matters in this particular moment is that this young man gets healthy, that he lives through this yes. um, horrible situation. And look, I, I've got some thoughts about the tweet from Skip Bayless last night 
And do I think that Skip Bayless is scum of the earth? Do I think he's the worst? Of course not. But there's no defending what he what he tweeted last night. And the reason why I say there's no defending it is we can talk about what the intent was uh, and all of that in, in terms of what he him putting that that tweet out there about the games and how do you reschedule this and all that. It's about the timing. It's about the timing. No one gives a damn about the schedule in that moment. You care about the kid's life. Maybe we'll talk about that here a little bit later. But coming up next, it's been a while since we talked to Allie Homan from CoreCamper.com. It's a new year. Oh, no, no. We got we got Brett Robeson. My bad. Brett Robeson from Men Post talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves next year on the Lake Show.